And we're live! Yes, we are. We're so excited to be here, too, on this Thursday. Another exciting edition of Dad's Edition. Can you believe it? I can, because I know this is part of my routine. If you haven't yet, subscribe. We come out every Thursday with a new fantastic episode. So subscribe on YouTube, follow on all of your favorite podcast platforms. We are there, kids. It's so exciting. What's your favorite? You know what? I have to tell you, I... Like I still use Apple. I like to get my the my, Apple podcast. Yes, do all the Apple. We're um, on there. Yeah, it, and which is it's fantastic. our second best trending one. So the, our first best Hello, one. Heaven. But I'll tell you what, our first one is YouTube because yes. people can see us. I I'm a visual watcher. I have to tell yeah. you, any opportunity I can to watch a podcast, I like to do that. I'm in the same boat. Have you noticed 2020 has been doing a lot of stories on like murders and things like that that have been turned into podcasts and then they bring it back to television no it's actually been fascinating and then the people who are typically it's journalists who are doing the podcast is barbara welter still on she's not oh i miss barbara baba geraldo is he still on there no this it's been a while since you've tuned in (laughs) hugh downs is he still (laughs) Hugh, did hugh pass or is he still alive he's like 100 when i was watching him um i think he might still be alive hugh downs is hugh downs alive i'm not we're gonna, sure. yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna have to have out. our crack team yes, of uh, if, if writers and team down. to yeah. figure this out. Whether Hugh Downs is still <laughs> no, seriously, he was like seventy years old back when I was watching Twenty Twenty on ABC. Yes. I know David Muir had a stint there. David Muir the very, still does it. Yeah, I think yes. With very Amy famous. Robbins, have you um Amy Amy not I Robbins, think, not Amy Robbins. That's our local radio <laughs> right. person. Amy oh Robach. Okay. She's very pretty. She's a very pretty girl. Okay. Sorry, David Muir is a Syracuse guy. He is, and he just bought a place in Skinny Atlas. Oh, did he? $7 million, I think, was the price. That's what I heard. Well, when you're the head of, you You, know. You are the head of that network, essentially. And the highest rated um, newscaster. And the highest rated television show, I think, at Get this out, point. Get out, really? Yes, I think he just surpassed, and he is now the highest rated in television as well. You know, yours truly used to work with Mr. Muir at WTVH back in the day. That is so cool. <laughs> and you guys were friends, yeah, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. See, every now and then it'd pop in. I saw him at the gym because he would work out at Pine Grove. Yeah. I would go there too. So, yeah, he's a good dude. But then Jeff Glore. Yes. Was also a Syracuse a guy. A Syracuse guy. Well, he was he worked at WSTM where I worked at also. Yes. And he was he was a good friend. Like he, we would hang out with Raul and the whole that cast of characters awesome. way and back in the day. He went on to have a great success. They were he head was to the head CBS. for a while. Yeah, he yes. was the CBS evening newscaster thing. So it's kind of funny that, you know, I got to work with him. I tell my kids they don't give a shit. They're like I, I think care. it's cool. I think. Do you know what I think it's cool is how many amazing talents are coming out of Central New York, like us. <laughs> Please, if you Please. believe that, from our mouths to God's <laughs> exactly. ears. All right. So, what's going on? You have a, you have a difficult week coming up, and I want to touch ah. on that. Um, you, you are finally now right. after COVID. So my mom yes, died, yeah. and due to travel restrictions, etc., I haven't been able to have. Her uh, the closure of a service, exactly. Yeah, an internment is what they call. And of course, you know, for any morbid people that are just wondering, well, geez, how is this happening? It well, she was cremated, so now we just have to go and have the family, the funeral service, etc. So I'm not necessarily looking forward to it, but I realize that it's something that 
in the long run must be beneficial, right? In some way. Absolutely. I have to believe it is beneficial for you to have the closure of the actual funeral service, right? Or whatever that looks like, which is so healthy for you, for sure. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Because you know what? I think you can't really say, okay, mom is gone until that moment. I still think about her. Like I still I'm think sure. that she's still alive and I still think that, oh, I need to reach out to her or whatever, but that's, not fair. I think about that day when it comes that I can't give my mom a call and say, oh, because I still look for mom to say, I, I'm proud of you. Right. And when that's gone, that is, you're the next one. You're the next generation. Sure. It's hard. It definitely is. Uh, uh, so that's fun. On right? that happy yes. note. <laughs> on that happy note, let's talk about that, kids. <laughs> All right. So did the first presidential debate was just on recently. What did you think about that? Did you watch? Yes. Um, I only managed to tune in for about 15 to 20 minutes, but I really had a lot of anxiety watching it. And I'm totally chill. Yeah. So I you was are. watching. I was watching Cosmos, which is about uh, the universe, and it has Neil deGrasse Tyson okay. in it. And, I'm just uh, going to yes and nod <laughs> and yes. It's actually it was actually here's a little local story. Carl Sagan taught at Carl Sagan. He's a very famous scientist from back in the day. Yeah. The 1970s and 80s, he had a TV show called uh, Cosmos, and um, the guy who created um, what is it, uh, Family Guy. Okay. He I brought, love him. What's yeah, his name? Uh, uh, Seth. Seth McFarland. Seth, Seth McFarland. Yes, I love Finally. him. Um, so basically we ended up, um, we ended up, uh, he ended up bringing back that show. Okay. And then the host of it is a very famous, uh, astrophysicist named Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay. He met Carl Sagan who taught at Cornell when he was 18 years old. He was a uh, kid from Brooklyn yeah. who came up and met his hero. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was great, yes. but it's a local tie. We're that, talking about like local I, ties, et cetera. You know, it's amazing how many times Cornell comes up in like television. It like, it, it's actually all the time. I see it where they'll mention, isn't Cornell technically an Ivy? It's definitely an Ivy. Yeah, League it school. is. But everybody calls it like, Oh, like a non Ivy. Ivy. No, it's an Ivy. <laughs> 100%, if I man. got into Cornell, I'd be like, I'm going Ivy. But I I'll tell you not. what, yeah. a friend of mine who's a lawyer here, he's now a judge. Okay. But his wife went to Cornell Law School. He went to Syracuse Law School. Mm -hmm. He had the hardest time graduating top of his class, going finding a job because he had an SU degree in law. No offense to anybody that did go yes. there. Before his wife graduated from Cornell Law, she had several offers. She had a for a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year starting from a from a law Which firm out in Rochester. Crazy, right? Yeah. And he's like, Joe, I couldn't find a job, and I was top of my class, and I did this, and we won this contest, and whatever. No one gave a shit. Well, you know, Syracuse <laughs> has a reputation as a party school. Yeah, it does. Even at the law, great level. for criminal defense lawyers. It's, it's a wonderful <laughs> thing for a criminal defense lawyer, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's so true. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anyway, I love that shirt you have on. My butterflies? Yeah. Thank you. I, you know what? I, I constantly try to change things up because from a TV standpoint, it's easier to pinpoint that it's a new episode if you're wearing something different. Smart. And I try to not wear things that you've seen before so you know it's a new episode. I've never seen this episode before because that way people know, oh, that's something new. I've never seen that shirt on him like anybody's looking. But... <laughs> They're so, looking. So I'm wearing my butterflies. I still. love it. Thank you. Well, I always wear something new. It's just always looks the same because I pretty much buy the same thing in my closet. It's you do. It's a lot of black Henleys. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I like, which I like. It. It's a well, this book. is dark gray. That's dark gray. Wow, you really went out of your <laughs> box. But you invest in the accessories, which I always believe is sure. the best way to do it. Your shoes, your belts, because yep. you're not spending a fortune. You look good, and you're you're spending a fortune on the items you can wear all the time right. versus on a t-shirt that you know that shirt could be. $50 or it could be $500 depending 100%. on the designer. So that's what it's all about. It's about investing in the accessories. Accessories. The accessories. That's what I do. Yeah, exactly. That is smart. That is smart, my friend. But these but these are Hudson jeans, though. So still, still, still spending some, on some A little bit. And denim's one thing I think you can get away with oh, yeah. spending the money on. Hey, yeah. guys. Yeah. Isn't hey. this a great time to talk about how the store is going? Um, Producer Kelly, I think this is a wonderful time to right. do that. Did yes. you see her top? Uh, I did see her top. And Kelly, I have to tell you, I feel like um, you should be in the Destiny Child Survivor yep. video. I think because it, it's, I, it's like the chic survivor. It is. It this is. is happening now. This yep. is the sleeve of... You know, fall. It's all about the that shoulder. That balloon yep. sleeve, you know, that dynasty kind of look. Yes. 80s. We're kind of seeing uh, a lot of 70s, 80s, I and 90s I said that trends. if it were print, if, it, yes. if Prince had camo, he would wear that this shirt. Would I think that yes. it would be so, that with Rick Martinez, this is your shirt. Yes. Oh, you can borrow it. Oh, it may Prince, not fit you, right. but it is Alice and well, he's a pirate I think guy. they're on sale now. Rick is a pirate. But he loves Prince. But you, and pirates wear ruffles, too. Do you know the pirate sh episode, the pirate shirt episode from Seinfeld? <laughs> yeah. It literally the is the shirt. best thing. The puppy shirt. The yeah. puppy but it actually shirt. looks good. It does. Again, Can broader shoulder. It. it narrows the, the midsection. Anything it's smart. to make me look slimmer. Yeah. Hey, 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 I get that. Fashion but, one. I'm going to come in with huge shoulders. <laughs> like, we'll all look slimmer. Hot air balloons on each side. But, Scotty, how is the shop going? You know what? It's great. With COVID, people are adapting to a casual, entertaining at home type of lifestyle they love the pop-up the appointment options and the way they can just shop safely which is so awesome 100 man i mean so many of us have experienced a lot of stress and close and a dose of retail therapy can be effective outlet to relieve some of that anxiety Thank you that for that. Yes, but we do. We just a little anxious. <laughs> He's a little anxious. But we invite our listeners to follow us. Um, follow Scotty D's pop up and Kelly's show off boutique on Facebook and Instagram. Stop into the store for the latest home decor, fall fashions, and accessories. And if you can't live, if you don't live, if you li don't live close by, let us know. We can do it by Zoom or through FaceTime, whatever works, and we'll ship for free. And you guys send pictures and everything, right? Everything. It is a good thing. That's so so yeah. So when it comes to shopping. Yeah, splurge, buy for yourself. Make People it are always, yourself. they tell yes. me, they Treat actually yourself. say, I bought something. They're like, I just went in and they had everything that I wanted. It's like you guys have accumulated perfect pieces to be sold. <laughs> yes, it's true. We have curated those items for ah, you. <laughs> such a great word. It is a great word, isn't it? Like, I, I always thought, wouldn't that be a fun job to be a curator at, like, a museum? I mean, literally, you're going out to shop for art and artists to mm -hmm. find. Yes, well, for our stores, we're curators for the yeah, stores. Yeah, but you guys are the real deal. Like, we, a, like a piece are. of art is very subjective, but what you guys always have is just... It's just perfect. Thank it's perfect. you. Perfect. I love yeah, it. I, I, from your mouth to our listeners' ears. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Before we go to the next section of the show, I have to talk about Ascent Legal. You have to talk about Ascent Legal because uh, that is yeah. your baby, my friend. It is. And the bottom line is if you have a law practice, then I really suggest that you pay attention to what I'm saying. So do you ever wonder why your law practice isn't more profitable? Why attorneys who aren't as good as you are getting better clients? 
If you're really ready to grow your law practice without the sleaze, you're in the right place. And that's at Ascent Legal. So again, I'm Joe. I founded Ascent Legal to help law firms with the growing and the business side of their law practice. And I've opened up well over 18,000 criminal cases in my 15-year career. And I've built multiple seven-figure law practices from the ground up. So you will not find anyone else in the country that has this degree of experience. Um, so again, if you want to close more legal leads, stop wasting your time. You can just reach out to us at ascent.legal anywhere on the World Wide Web. Follow us on dadsdishing.com, where you can also find links to ascent.legal. I just want to say, I love that you just said World Wide Web. I thought how, that too. How old are you? <laughs> We're global, baby. Yes, on the World Wide Web. <laughs> I feel like, okay, I went to school for broadcast journalism, and people would put that in their scripts, and they'd be like, you don't, you don't need to put the World Wide Web. Everybody w knows what, w w w w w w w Yes, you don't need to put that in either. But I appreciate it. That's all right. Because you're not even, you're not only taking the sleeves out of the business, <laughs> you're bringing us back to the, to the World, world Wide the Web. The nice, wholesome one. And you know what? I got to tell you, it's a brilliant thing, because I think that in life, the biggest challenge we learn we have is knowing your place and a lot of doctors a lot of lawyers a lot of people are really good at what they do but right. they're not business people nope and it's awkward to say this is what you owe me for this service so if you can eliminate that or if you can have the steps to make you successful well that's exactly what a sentinel thank you scotty you bet Love my it. friend thank you all right so today what are we talking about on the show Oh. I know what we're talking about, but I wanted yeah, to ask I would the question. Say it's about cooking. Cooking. Cooking with your kids. Cooking with your kids. How great is that? Because right now, and you know what? As you know, I've been doing a little video series with my mom um, in the kitchen with Scotty G and mm -hmm. mom because I never really learned to cook. Like, I, I know the, the basis of things, but my mother was definitely one of those people who said, I'll just do it. She didn't have any patience. Did you go through that? Or was your mom like, here, come cook with me? No, she never, like I never cooked with her, but I always cooked in her, pre or she, she always cooked in my presence. So like yes. I was always just there like hanging out in the kitchen because my mom and I were really close. So yes. we would always talk. Like she would just use that opportunity to kind of like keep me engaged. So just about for every meal, I was always like right by her side, just kind of watching what she was doing and that was it stuff. a lot of rice and beans and salsa and no, guacamole? No, no, <laughs> well, that's Not more Mexican, Mexican flavor. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, but there was always rice. There was always like a protein. Definitely either fish. Arroz or steak. con pollo. There, there you go. There it is. Yes. Is that Colombian? What's a Colombian dish? Um, a number of them. So, like, you can uh, changuas are a very big thing, which is like a like a very heavy soup, but it's really really delicious, and it's got like real fresh uh, fresh meat and like potatoes and all sorts of things in there really yeah it's uh, yeah uh, anthony bourdain when he went to colombia he I kept he him, kept yeah. yeah he kept talking about the spanish soups they're like some of the best in the world i did not know that did your mom pass those along to you those recipes um no but i remember everything that she did okay yeah. like so i honestly you, you like i, I kind of like cook the same sort of way very flavorful 
you know, and yeah. keeping it simple, watching what things are doing in the pot. <laughs> uh, I think this is so fantastic. So today we are going to be able to do just that. We're going to have a little cooking segment here on the show. Mm -hmm. But the best part is we have some, some kids, some youngins that have come to be a part of that process. But first, we're going to talk to our guest, Fabiana Russo. She is a caterer. She is a she is the true definition of a cook. She can cook and make wonderful meals. And she has a very interesting background, too. So she's of Italian descent like her family's from italy so you must only eat meatballs and and pasta. yeah she she gave me the a-okay but, but she lived yes, in i love it but she lived in germany like her family oh, owned a number of yeah so she speaks german she speaks italian i think she even speaks spanish oh my god i, think. I barely speak english <laughs> <laughs> so now you make bratwurst and meatballs. <laughs> so yeah. with, without without holding it back anymore, let's bring Fabiana onto the show. Let's do it. So come on up. Okay, we are back in through the magic of television. We were able to pause and magically bring our guests. Bring two beautiful people right <laughs> yes. to our uh, set. Wow. <laughs> he, he's, he is impressed by the magic. Wow. Okay, we are talking to Fabiana Russo and her awesome son, Nathaniel hey, Russo. You. Yes, thank you. Thank you for Who joining hasn't us. hit puberty yet, he informed us. Yes, he did let us know. <laughs> it's come, then, then he will start dating yes. after that point, which you're a smart man. Which happens when you're 21, right? Yeah. <laughs> No. No? A little correct me there. Teens. Oh, okay. okay. In your teens. In your teens. Don't you already know you're, you're like 20, right? It's been so long ago, he, but thank you for he that. He loves you right now because he is not yeah. close to 20. <laughs> Every He's episode, you blow me again. two and then some. And then some. <laughs> All right, Fabiana, thank you for joining us. You know how important it is to cook with children because you do that right. with your own son. That's right. Yes. yes. Yeah. So what I loved before we came on the air, Nathaniel told us the number one thing in cooking. And do you want to share what that's what that is? The four ingredients of cooking. First, um <laughs> You're good. No, you're good. Okay, okay. Um the bruschetta, right? The bruschetta. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. the way he says this like cooking, mom. Cooking bruschetta. First you need the toast. Then you gotta fry the toast. Well, not fry the toast, but toast it. Yes. And then um, you got to put tomatoes on. The most important ingredient in that whole thing, passion. 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 That's what you're getting is. to. We, are, we love that. And so, that is something you have instilled in your passion, family, correct? Passion yes. is where you take time to cook the food and put effort. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. Love, right? It's love. Love. So, Fabiana, is it bruschetta or is it bruschetta? It's bruschetta. Bruschetta. Yes. Bruschetta. That? that makes me so mad. Every time I hear, like, I'd watch the Sopranos, they'd be like, oh, it's the gabagool or the prosciutto. And yes. I'm like, it's not prosciutto. It's prosciutto. Wait a second, it wait a is second. prosciutto. Oh. We edited in water here. You didn't have water? What's that? So we edited in a, a pool of water. Oh, oh if we had that budget, we would exactly. be what? very happy Come people. Come join us, Nathaniel. <laughs> right. Very cool. I was thinking cool. of this all day. So, like, yeah. in, with the editing program and all that, I was going to say, <laughs> scientists have figured <laughs> out that the water is wet. Really? Oh, that is, he's a brilliant young man, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> water is wet. So, what sort of challenges do you have, or maybe is it, like, a real, just, like, it's a joy cooking with your kids? Do you do that? It is. Um, the thing is that, obviously, as you see, 
the attention that kids have, you know, while they're cooking. So you give them specific things to do. Like, for example, what he likes to do is, like, weight the dough. So, like, when we do, like, the... Um, dough balls for the panzerotti he would like take the 80 grams yes. and just weight it under you know and make sure that he's doing the right thing and that every every panzerotto will be the same size so just okay. teaching him that looks is very important in food i feel and yeah. can you tell us what our, a panzerotti is all right a panzerotti is actually my specialty i am from uh, taranto in italy and that's where we make our panzerotti a panzerotto is technically like a calzone but it's deep fried mm. Mm. oh my god i right. didn't know they make it deep fried okay yeah. they are amazing and uh f many people when they see it they think of empanadas because they look very similar yes to it. That what, is a Colombian thing, by the way, is, is the empanada. And yeah. I love an empanada. Uh, it's all right. South American. Uh, what, is the, what are we putting inside? So what you do is like the, the really um, original and traditional is the tomato sauce. Yes. Everything always from scratch. Mm. It's uh, the mozzarella and prosciutto. Yes. And that's what you put in your panzerotto. Now, there is people that like to do, you know, maybe they want to add something to it. Oh, they don't can. forget the most important ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! It's is it cheese? Right. What are you it's passion. It's oh, passion. passion. It's passion. I forgot the passion, folks. Absolutely, we got passion for oh, that. I love yes. it. Now, what was the first thing you said? Okay, I'm going to start cooking with my children. What's the first thing you wanted to teach? Was it your sauce? Because I know in in the world of Italian moms, the sauce is the thing that's handed down from generation. It's more valuable than cash. <laughs> so oh, is yeah. that it something is, you yes. taught first? Yeah, the tomato sauce is very important and pasta. Obviously, okay. how to make pasta is really important as well yeah unbelievable yeah is and pasta making a good thing to do with kids because that is you're dealing with the dough you're yeah. it's a wonderful thing right it's a creative things and i feel um like he said you know you need passion for that for everything that you you know you can everything feel if you're drawn you to it passion. yeah so so Wait, your that's family the main ingredient. yes it's true I you're gonna have that. to watch the passion of the christ after this <laughs> 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 a lot of passion in that you'll love yes. it um so you um you moved to germany at a very early age right yeah I tell was... us a little bit about that how are, how is the german palate and yes. how did they receive your italian food yes so uh, my family um i have a lot of people in my family that own a lot of um, italian restaurants and they make uh, you know they make the panzerotti there they make oh pizza they make uh, pasta very dishes um, yes. the good it's thing true. is that um i came um, from Italy to Germany when I was two years old. Okay. And uh, I was in Germany for 28 years. And then we moved over here. So when Ooh. I was in Germany, obviously, my, even if it sounds funny, like my, I love German cuisine. It's amazing. But, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite element of German cuisine? Is it that? It's uh, their cream sauces. This is what really? I'm integrating in the Italian food as well. Mm. So we have a lot of things that, you know, like Fabi's pasta. For people, when they look at it, of the, you know, the way it looks like, it looks like the chicken riggies, which yes. is not something Italian. It is something American Italian. Really? But, uh, chicken riggies, I believe huge. from Utica. Yeah, yes. that, it is huge in this town. People yeah. don't know mm -hmm. that in other parts of the yeah. country here. Chicken riggies from yes. Utica, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. What about okay. Utica greens? Is that like a thing that is, also that in is Italy a thing. or no? No, that, you know, we have something very similar, but it's definitely not the Utica greens. Yes. Um, I feel like um, the... 
you know, people coming here 70, 80 years ago, um, it got mixed with the time. So you had, you know, the greens and then they started to mix. Oh, if you put a little bit of uh, prosciutto pancetta in it, it's good. Then we put some peppers in it. It's going to be a little mm. better. So it changes. I want to yeah, keep sure. the authenticity in my food. I want that to stay the way that we do it over there. I, when uh, a lot of customers, you know, like when they call me and say, hey, um, can you make me... Um, you know, a veal franchise or something like that. Yes. That is not something that is on my menu. So I try to tell them, hey, I can do this dish. It's original from Italy. It's very similar, but try it out. Maybe you like it. And I am discovering that people really, really love the authentic Italian food. And they're kind of um, people between their 60s and 80s, I would say. They, um, because I come from a very small place in Vernon. Okay. And uh, when they try it, it kind of like reminds them a little bit of what their parents used to cook. Absolutely. So it's like bringing it a little back. And I had people offering me, you know, to... Um, to get with them into the, you know, pizzeria business and do something. But for me, the idea of sharing recipes or making them or changing them out is not in my heart. So I won't ever want to You want to commit to that, yes. that passion for those mm -hmm. original recipes. Yes. So you have started a catering business. You do catering. Mm -hmm. And then also takeout, I see. Which yes, up, I do take During COVID, well. that was brilliant. It because is, yeah. people weren't able to go to restaurants the way they right. once did, but they still wanted wonderfully prepared foods. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you, you allowed people to continue to eat well <laughs> during that time. That's true. Yeah, that's very right. And like I said, for me, since my uh, main dish is the panzerotti, I'm trying to have people know what it is. Yes. And uh, every beginning is really hard. So until a person actually tries it and feels like, oh my goodness, that is something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, that's when it will start taking off at that point. And I have a lot of people in the area where I live, which is like, you know, Utica, New Hartford, and Oneida. Who are passionate about what you're serving, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They would be anywhere. Yeah, exactly. It's right. true. And what's so fun is we are actually going to go down to the kitchen now, and we are going to make bruschetta and baguette and show <laughs> you how to do this with your kids at home, how to make it easy, what, to, what steps to take to make this something you can make together. And I have to tell you, this dish, if it's anything I like I expect it to be it's going to be amazing I know so, it is yes I know her cooking she's amazing also what is the name of the your website where yes. people can get a hold of you it's uh www. <laughs> <laughs> on the World Wide Web. Yes. Yeah. That's the World Wide Web because I cut right over you please <laughs> so www <laughs> Literios.com. Okay. Perfect. Excellent. And we'll have the link on all of our social media pages mm -hmm. for you. So stay tuned. Hey, We're Scotty. heading down to the kitchen. And, oh, yes, oh, producer, producer Kelly. Kelly. Can you just add in that Fabiana also has started conducting cooking lessons with kids? Oh, I love so this. So if a parent isn't able to, maybe they yes. can even teach the dad something. Yep. Perfect. Yep, awesome. Maybe she can teach the dad passion. <laughs> hey, that is half the battle, my friend. <laughs> all right. Join us in the kitchen. We're going there now, and we will see you in a few moments. And we're finally here. We're doing a dad's dishing in the kitchen. We are so excited about this. And right now, Fabiana and Nathaniel are going to show us a traditional Italian dish, one you can get right from Fabiana's business. It's a fantastic thing. So what are we What are we making? Uh, you want to say it? All right, bruschetta. 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 You guys may pronounce it bruschetta, but it's bruschetta. Yes. We're going right. real authentic Italian here with Fabiana. Absolutely. Very right. easy to make. Um, so basically what you do, you have the toast, 
And you gotta like um, toast it. What kind of bread is this? This isn't like it's Wonder Italian Bread. This bread. is yeah. it, Italian bread. It's Italian bread. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you grill the, did you grill it, or how did we prepare this? A little so olive oil? yes, there is olive oil, and you already pre-spiced it. So I like to put a little bit of salt and a little bit of pepper, and just like you know, mm. the olive oil, and just grill it. And uh, you have to use Italian bread. The best thing if you make it from scratch. And it just gives a totally different taste than if you would buy the skinny baguettes or if you would buy, um, you know. It's a wonderful thing. Like, if, if you don't have enough on your plate, we now want you to make <laughs> bread too. <laughs> and then call and invite us. <laughs> yes, exactly. You are telling us the right way to do it. So right. that part, mm -hmm. mom takes care of that. You can help with the dough. Yeah. The grilling part, mom takes care of. That's right. But here, the rats, you actually mm -hmm. can take control right Nathaniel? Mm -hmm. So yes. what do I don't need mommy's help. You All can right. talk if you uh, want. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Show okay. us what we're doing. All right. So grab a toast of course and then we grab these three ingredients. This is for decoration. Well what are these ingredients? Okay so that's onion. Mm. That's all what's it called mom? Basilico and Basilico and that is what is it? So I believe is this basil? is basil, right? Um, yeah, that's basilico. Basilico. Yeah. Basilico. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's some onions. These are yeah. white uh, sweet yeah. onions, right? That is sweet onions. Okay. Yes. And this is garlic. You always want to have fresh, fresh garlic. garlic. Okay. Yes. So and then what, what about this one? No. What's Parmigiano this? and shaved. Yes. And then you just cut it down to like small pieces. Just because okay. it's like nice to have that little bit of Parmigiano at the very end. And then you can, here, uh, of course, are... Tomatoes, tomatoes yes. And, we, and you cut the tomatoes ahead of time. You're yes. not buying them in a can. No, no, no. Yes. You do everything from scratch. If you want to have it nice and you want to taste the real taste, you do everything Mama, from scratch. Uh, yes. um, there, is there any markers in leftover plates? I need to write something very important. Oh, oh my gosh. You good. We you will good. let you show that in the post video. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that in a little bit. But what's next? So we, do we have to combine all of this? Yep. How does it work? So basically, all grab right. all these, you know, and then grab them like that, sprinkle. You're going to put them towards you, and then so you have it closer. You guys Perfect. sprinkle that, and it's then cut. Right okay. Oh, nice. Look yeah. that. And then, time for the messy part. Okay. This is what's how Scotty sprinkles his fairy dust the yes, same way. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what's wonderful about this is this is really, Mom, you can prepare all of the ingredients. Yes. Pre and you know them off. I advise you to do the same. Yes. yes. Did you put awesome. some cheese in there? Do we do the cheese? That is just yes? for decoration. Oh, okay. Yes. At the very end, you, when you, you have your... You don't need to put it on, but I recommend putting it on because it gives it extra flavor. Okay. The flavor is the key there. Now, wait. Did you forget an ingredient here? He may have. We got right. onions. The passion. There we oh, go. We the got passion. the passion. Okay, perfect. So you put that together. I love this mm -hmm. because this is really something that you can teach Easy, your kid yeah. all of the ingredients, what to use, how to make something mm -hmm. flavorful. And it's yeah. super easy. It is. It really mm -hmm. is that easy. And it's healthy. Yeah. So then, let's yes, see. Are you going to plate it up for us nice and fancy? Yes, I will give you all a bite of it. I think we have enough for all of us. How exciting. The entire crew is going to get to eat today. Yep, we have enough for all of us. Exactly. So now this is a great dish as an appetizer. Is it something you use at a dinner party? So actually, order? yes. So when you go to uh, Germany and to Italy, in Europe itself, in an Italian restaurant, when you sit down, the first thing that they do is they bring you a snack. So they come with a bruschetta at the table. They put three of them on it, and that's complimentary. 
okay. people grab it. You know, it's like the bread that you receive over here. You get the bruschetta, then uh, the espresso at the very end is complimentary as well. Oh, I love that. So yes. it's, uh, you yeah, know. You guys know how to eat. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I want to show you how beautiful this looks. If you can see Look it. Look at that. Shop, shop. Wow, Nathaniel. You did Daniel. such a great job. Absolutely fantastic. I can't wait to take a bite. Do you mind if I take a bite? Heck yeah, go what, ahead. Will you plate stuff out? What, <laughs> thank you. Will you plate one up for my co-host? Sure. Yes. Please, yes, plate one up, and I will wait, and we will manja together. <laughs> you guys are gonna die. Oh, I can't wait. It looks absolutely delicious. So refreshing, and this really is a great dish for anyone. It is fresh vegetables, fresh ingredients, and the bread looks so good. I can't wait to try it. <laughs> So Nathaniel, now you love to cook. You're telling everybody out there they should try to cook with mom, right? right. Yes. And we're not talking about peanut butter and jelly, right? No, we're talking we are about not. real Italian. Peanut butter jelly is a pretty lazy thing. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You hear that, kids? You're being lazy if you're just doing peanut butter a and jelly. Parmigiano for my co-host. Do you want Parmigiano? Thank you for asking. Yes. I'd love some. Thank you. <laughs> And I believe oh, it's the Italians that. Oh. that say bon appetit. Bon appetito. Bon appetito. Yes. Okay, you guys, what Thank a fun you. cooking segment. Thank you for joining <laughs> now us. Now let me make, make you guys some. Oh, he is gonna, he's gonna be busy for the next few minutes getting the team here. You got and it. Then, okay, we are so I'm excited. gonna all the rest of you guys, especially him. <laughs> oh, I like it. Bon appetito, we love bon it. Appetito. Thank you so much. Cook with your kids, it's a fun thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll be right back. Mm. <laughs> Excellent. What a great interview. Oh my gosh, so much fun. I loved getting in the kitchen. It is a wonderful thing to cook with your children. It's something you can give your children as a lesson in life. And we should all do that. I didn't know it was that passionate either. Oh, it is very interesting. <laughs> Nicholas taught us that passion is the most important thing. You look great, by the way. Are you taking off some weight? I'm trying to take off some weight, yes. I'm doing it with a little um, with a little medical help. Oh, okay. So through a program at Flawless Image, the doctor consults you on what you should be doing. And then there is a fat burner that is included in that um, program. So, if you if you're if you're medically sound to take it. Perfect. Yeah. Love it. I, 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 I don't know. I yesterday yeah. I was training. I got a great trainer. His name's Nam. Yeah. Um, love this guy. This guy, uh, he is somebody that understands, like, he knows exactly what I want, right? So he coaches uh, bodybuilders. He's a judge at bodybuilding contests. And I don't want to look like a bodybuilder, but I just want to get rid of the body fat, right? Yeah. So I'm doing the dumbbell lunges, right? So I have... Ugh, I hate lunges. Yeah. So, yeah. and you have to, like, look like an idiot and, like, traverse the whole gym floor. So yeah, you're I, that douchebag walking around right, the gym. Yeah, no, I right. hate those. And guys. I used to make yes. fun of those people. I'd be like, look at that guy. Just do the static lunge or something it's else. A hot guy walking by back and forth. I'm like, <laughs> I've almost fallen off the treadmill several times that way. So, <laughs> so I like I I've been progressing and I'm like getting a little stronger. So I yes. grabbed a pair of 55 pound dumbbells. Those are that's heavy. and it was heavy. Yeah. And I took one step. And I immediately pulled my groin. Like, I immediately fucking felt it. Oh, my God. It's, it's like I heard the pull or maybe even a, a pop. I'm not sure. Ooh. And then I was like, I set it down. I was like, oh, no, this is not good. And, and I immediately. hard recovery. Yeah. Yeah. So then, incidentally, uh, now nah, my trainer, we yes. had a Zoom call. And uh, he's, like, giving me some exercise. He's like, all right, here's what you got to do. You got to do this stretch and that yeah. stretch. 
And then he says, I want you to go to the store and get something called BioFreeze. And I, I had heard of it's this. It's a great product. Right. Yeah. But here's the problem. Yeah. If you squirt BioFreeze down in a groin injury, <gasps> it's going to get onto other shit. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, no. So I got onto my freaking. That was a different burning sensation it was than awful. you're used to. I'm sitting there, <laughs> and it felt like I dipped my nuts in a jar of jalapenos or something. I, it was just awful. Like, I was sitting there just like, mm. why is this burning so much? It was just I like the worst thing ever. I think who's saying, this dick is on fire. fire. Wait, that was Alicia Keys. <laughs> yeah, no. Yes. <laughs> that was mine. For like, right. But awful. I didn't know how long this thing went. Like, I yeah. didn't, like, oh, am well, I going to have to suffer? So I'm Ooh. like Googling, <laughs> like searching, like how long is this oh, freaking pain God. last? Can I tell you, this is my thing though. Everyone who works out, first of all, they're never, they're always in pain. They're always, something's always hurting. And these people also, like, never do anything physical besides working out. Like, my fiancé, I can't have him help me get groceries in because, <laughs> oh, my, my back is hurting from lifting. <laughs> well, you MFR, maybe it wouldn't hurt if you did stuff like this. Right. Well, I always tell people, they're like, oh, you're a big guy. Come help me move. I'm like, nah, yeah. these are show muscles. These are show <laughs> <laughs> They're not for real muscles. These are show muscles. These are show muscles. It's like, I don't do anything well, with them. Well, then you should show them. <laughs> show them. <laughs> well, so I'm after sorry, the show, like, we will do you. a groin massage for you. We'll have that on social media. <laughs> it'll be the lowest rated thing we've yes, done thus the far. The lowest rated thing we've done. No, I think it'd be the highest rated thing we've done. We'd have an all new audience. Uh, Fanfare, okay. But Joe, I've got to ask you what's on tap for the weekend as we head into the weekend, sir. It's funny you should ask, Scotty. Yeah. But Heritage Hill, the brew house, is my favorite weekend hangout. It really is. Yeah. The place is gorgeous. It's awesome. It's absolutely it? beautiful. They have an actual brewmaster conco concocting all sorts of different, like, uh, delicious flavors, uh, craft brews. I mean, they're doing stuff that no one else in town is Which doing. Which I love. It's yes. really, really great. So... So that's a fantastic thing. You got to get there. Do you know what? It's also a great place to entertain for the kids, which is awesome. Because if I can find a place where you can bring kids and also have a drink for mom and dad, that's a fantastic thing. After returning to Pompey to run his family's farm back in 2011, owner Dan Palladino has spent the past seven years expanding the business into a brand. He's quadrupled the site size to over 2,600 acres, which is so amazing. He's opening a farm store and farm-to-table cafe and building a live music studio stage in a homemade playground maintaining its own pumpkin patch and now finally creating its own brewery so check it out we tell them dad sishing sent you dan paladino is the man he is a futurist the guy just sees yeah. opportunity everywhere and everything this guy touches it makes sense it's just beautiful and everyone who goes there says to me scotty have you been to heritage hill because it's that awesome it is they really, it is they've put Passion, and that's the key word today. They've put passion into it. Passione. Yes, passione. And before we go, and we are wrapping this show for another Thursday, but we we would be remiss if we did not speak about our number one sponsor, Cafe Kubal, here in the Cafe Kubal studio. It's so awesome. Have you tried, I talked about these in the last episode, those fantastic Almond Joy balls? I try to stay away from balls. Would Scott. you try my balls? I've got them in my bag. I'm going to pull them out of my sack later. No. Nope. And I want you to try them. It's so important. 
Jeez, man. <laughs> Generally, we call those testicles, but yes. okay, for all intents and purposes. No, what Scotty's talking about are really delicious balls. Um, they're power balls, they're right? Power they're balls. protein balls. They're very, very, very good. And just one of the many things you're doing here at Cafe Kubal, which is so amazing. And you can pick those up as you're picking up your coffee at any seven, any one of those seven locations. So awesome. I was actually just leaving, uh, well, it was seeing a friend of ours, Paul Valenti, yes. over at his Love store. Paul. Yeah. Guess who I saw right outside? Matt Goddard. Matt Goddard. The man, the myth, the legend. Coffee. I mean, this guy cares. He's yes. in neighborhoods. He's in communities. He's driving that big, beautiful Cafe Kubal truck, you know, uh, delivering a very, very tasty cafe. You and know? once again, it brings us to that word, passion. passion That's the takeaway from today. That's what you have is a lot of passion. Passion I do for have living. Passion. I do have passion for living. I think we all have to have that. Yep. So join us next week with an all-new episode of Dad's Edition. And as always, follow us on social media, YouTube. Please do. Subscribe, 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 and yeah. check out all things on deadstition.com. And share. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.